Hello, this is Andre and Anita. We talk about parenting, love and life skills. Our family of six makes sure we always have something to share. I am um, a bit tired, but uh, nevertheless, I think it's a wonderful Sunday evening. So, um, as we usually do, we're doing our podcast. So, yeah, I have enough energy for that. Awesome. And you know what? I'm going to have to go back mm -hmm. and check out how many times you're saying that you're tired mm -hmm. every, like, when we're doing well, our podcast. It's, it's the end of the day. So, yeah. I'm always tired at the end of the day. Are you not tired in the morning? Not like that much. Right after waking. Oh, yes, you are kind of cheery. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes too cheery. <laughs> too cheery for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. You know, today we are talking about philosophy. Once more, mm. it's the last part for all philosophy. It is. Um, it is, is. Is it actually the last or the last of philosophical questions? The last. The last. Yeah, I guess. Okay. That must be right. Yeah. And I have some uh, really awesome questions lined up mm -hmm. that are going to be stimulating and very interesting to your mind. Okay. <laughs> the, the best first one. The rest the, for the best? No. The first one is a real easy one. Mm -hmm. uh, and it talks about what happens after we die. Oh. Well, we don't know, but we do believe that uh, we are going to uh, meet Jesus again. I mean, I do believe that. You do too. And um, that's basically my hope. But it's, that's it's not, not a philosophical question. It's more a faith-based question. Well, it does make... It, it can have um, big implementation in your life. Yeah. According... Like, if you are... Um, believing that there is an afterlife where you get rewarded for certain things that you do in this life and where you you know maybe you're not as motivated to do things to change the world because you're like you know what this world is gonna go to hell work. anyway so who you know who cares I'm gonna wait for my reward in yep. heaven then it has big like It, it has, has big real consequences. life consequences, yes, yeah. but it's not that philosophical, I'd say. Yeah, well, philosophy is about how to live life. I mean, yeah, but not what comes after life. It have, yeah, it's still kind of important. I think so. Yeah, of course it's important. It's just uh, more, you know, this that, is faith, basically, because yeah. no one really knows. No one really knows. That's true. And of course, our boys, they said something about heaven and hell, since that's what they heard in church and so on and mm -hmm. from um, different people. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've done some research on that topic. You so did some research. I know. Like, and well, there yeah, is many I, I, different... I wager, I guess, it has been extensive research. No, it's not been that exp extensive. I mean, only a year or so, right? Could have been. No, 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 no. It has not been that much. It was just, and also, it was only on the internet. I didn't go to libraries and uh, doctors and you universities. Don't, the internet is the library in some sense. It is okay. And there is many different opinions about afterlife 
and some of the people say that there is also some drug-induced hallucinations and so on. One book that I found to be very interesting is from a guy who is a neuros neuroscientist. I don't know exactly if he cuts into the brains or if he just does stimulation to the brain, but he's a brain expert, mm -hmm. nevertheless. And he got a um, horrible meningitis right on the brain. <clears throat> so he went into a coma and then he had a near-death experience. And according to science, uh, his charts and so on from from the hospital, mm. he shouldn't be able to have any hallucinations because there was no activity no going on activity. in the brain. No. I mean, usually you would have some areas, you know, uh, brain light up. Waves. Mm. Yeah. And uh, he still had a really vivid, very real experience mm -hmm. after his death so as you can call it even though he was in a coma and <clears throat> he even met some woman that he later found a picture of and it turned out it was his sister mm -hmm. um, he is an adopted child and the sister he has never seen in the meantime mm -hmm. so that's a very interesting detail in the story and he was also discouraged by his son to write anything down like no he said write everything down as you remember it and only then start researching mm. near-death experiences because that was his tendency he wanted to research mm. afterwards immediately mm. and his son discouraged him from that because it ah, would okay. make his story less believable mm -hmm. and, and so he could first write it down and then see how others describe it mm? yeah well and his explanation of the afterlife experience is not very much in um, rooted in a certain religion but rather that there is an there is a better place and a worse place mm -hmm. and the better place it was experienced as something very very beautiful very wonderful like everything that you dream of mm. so yeah that was an interesting um <clears throat> let's say we don't know it but it's an interesting question Number 35, how should people, people live their lives? And this correlates with the question, the previous question. Yeah, of course, it's influenced by that. Well, what did the boys say? <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> they said something about like living with God. They even mentioned the Ten Commandments. Okay. And... And then, I don't know which boy said it, but somebody said um, that some people say that they live with God, but they don't really do it. Okay. Gonna have to ask again which mm. boy it was, but interesting. And how should we live our lives? Well, that's basically a faith Based question as well I'd say it, you can have philosophical standpoints uh, towards certain topics which touches more the brain but really bringing it down to let's say reality or everyday's life um, and uh, into practice that's not really philosophical at all to my understanding so Again, faith-based answer to that question. Uh, wait a second. I think you're going to have to give a, de a definition of philosophy in your mind. 
Well, it's it's philosophy is something that you think about, but it doesn't touch the um, or it, it can have no no. It has very practical uh, implications, mm. very much so. It does. Oh yes. I don't know. I never thought about it like that, to be honest. Yeah, but philosophy very often is used as being something very theoretical. Yeah. People can talk about this in their coffee places and it doesn't really have any implications to their lives. I mean, but that's if you not have, the case. Well, if, well, if you phrase it like, um, I, I have this philosophy and this is why I'm acting like that because it's my Ooh, life. Yeah, philosophy. and ph but philosophy is, apparently, yeah. as I understand it from a certain philosopher, <laughs> has... Empirical, it has to be empirically based. You cannot say somebody has a different philosophy than you do. Philosophy has to be grounded in, yeah, in em empirical, how do you say that in English? Um, it's about having logical grounds to your arguments. You cannot just say, you know, my philosophy as saying something, yeah, this is what I think is important in life. No, but life. you have to explain why. Yes, and you should have good arguments, not just opinions. Then again, who judges what is a good argument and what is not? Everyone. Okay, so everyone needs to know my opinion about something? No, it's not about opinions, it's about arguments. Yeah, okay, everyone knows to know my argument in order to agree or not? makes it hard can you have different opinions in mathematics mm, i guess not um depends on how deep you want to delve into math yeah well but i still think that you still have to prove it afterwards P probably yeah. Uh, yeah i don't know enough about math at all okay well let's say about um programming and computer thing and there's some computer science stuff that you cannot oh. really discuss. Oh yeah, there there is definitely philosophy going on there. It's um, to quote something or yeah, there's there was there's a show called Silicon Valley, which is pretty funny, uh, nerdish, very nerdish. Um, but the the main actor he had an issue um, with programming with uh, spaces instead of tabs. Okay. So if you program, and this is how every programmer kind of codes a bit differently, just the, the way they write the code, not the code itself. If you do a tab uh, key to uh, make it more readable, I guess human readable, or if you use spaces, space key to make it more readable. And that's, um, that's a big, big thing for some. If you have a lot of OCD and if you think tab is way superior, um, that kind of falls into the philosophy part. It doesn't really matter in the uh, execution of the code, but um, it surely can lead to some debate why the one is superior to the other. Okay. That's the only thing I can think of right now. <laughs> Let me give you the definition, like the Wikipedia philosophy mm -hmm. definition. Philosophy, love of wisdom, is the study of general and fundamental problems concerning matters such as existence, knowledge, values, reason, mind, and language. So the term was probably coined by Pythagoras. Yeah. How do you say that in English? Pythagoras. Yeah. I don't know. Philosophical methods include questioning, critical discussion, rational argument, 
and systematic presentation. Okay. Well, yeah. no, 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 don't interrupt. Okay. Classical philosophical questions include it is possible to know anything and to prove it. What is most real? However, philosophers might also pose more practical and concrete questions such as, is there a best way to live? Is it better to be just or unjust? And do humans have free will? And yes, I know what you're going to come back to. That there are going to be different opinions and nobody can really say that he's the best philosopher and who knows how to live life. Uh, I was just, it's, it's still a lot of, of head thought, not really putting it down into practical usage. Well, I know about, um, I've heard about professional professional philosophers who are um, in charge of giving advice to certain government leaders or people who are somewhere yeah, they, in the they, government. They're called gurus at times. Yeah, whatever. Or, or so, men yeah. mentors. But we're not going to talk about like. the philosophy and the term of <laughs> philosophy and how to implement it or not. Just leave the questions as they are mm -hmm. and pretend that they're philosophical. Okay? <clears throat> okay. That's how we are proceeding now. <laughs> and now you're going to tell us how to live our lives. How to live our because lives. Because you're philosopher number one, aren't you? Yeah, actually, um, I, I still put this down to faith-based stuff. And how we should live our lives. Um, I believe the best way is to um, ask God and um, have a relationship with Him. And see where He wants to lead us. And be led by Him. Be open to be led by Him. That also means that um, you should actually live and do things. And um, I believe that God wants us to a certain degree, uses our talents and our nature. Like um, if you're really good at singing and then if you think you can be a professional, I don't think God discourages um, you know, uh, chasing after that or um, going that route or if you are really good with IT um, you should do something with IT because if it's fun for you yeah do that if it works out I guess um, so I think God wants us to use our talents and um, all the relationship and family stuff and I, the most important like who's gonna be your spouse um, I believe you should always uh, include God in that decision-making Does the Bible play a role? Or is it more like uh, what you feel like, what might be God, the universe, power, no, I, I believe telling if, you to? If, if I'm open to um, him telling me yes or no, um, that he will definitely tell me yes or no, especially in important matters. And uh, if I don't hear anything, I'll go that route and tell him, well, this is what I decided now. And if you don't like it, then tell me. Be open Interesting. about it. Interesting. Sounds very much like you. <laughs> Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. It, does, it does. Yeah, because you can make it really complicated and just stay put in a pl in, in in one place and not moving at all, which I don't know sounds stressful, really stressful. You know, should I stay or should I go? I don't know what to do. I need a green light. To uh, you move. mean like when you're in indecision? Yeah, exactly. Or, because you can also lay back and be in passivity. Yeah, you could, but again, I think moving is kind of the main point of uh, living life. with God. Yeah, yeah. of life as of well. Of life itself. Yeah. And at some point you cannot, you know, just stand idly by. It will mm -hmm. just sweep you up and take you with it, I guess. Well, actually, I have to add something because 
I agree with the talent part as well, because I think the things that we're given and not just our talents as, you know, the gifts that we might have, but also mm. like a financial means, mm. uh, the kind of family or country that you're born in, you might have different chances and so on. Yeah. Or if you have free, like speech, free speech, free right? Speech, yeah. Then you can use like everything that you get, you can use for the better. And then one thing that I would say is should be valid for every human being, regardless of their faith, is that they never should start um, with violence against somebody else, like take away, um, be forceful to somebody else. Yeah. Well, if you go that route and it's uh, basically love your neighbor as yourself, that's a pretty good principle. And that yeah, but includes love, love your neighbor as yourself. That's like that's putting much more moral on it because loving means not just letting everyone in peace you know not let them be but also you should be active and do something for them well sometimes because i think love is not so much laid back and you know no i think it's more involved that's more involved i do think so and yeah the the non-aggression part it's something that i would think should be valid for every single one because most problems are occurring from mm, this opinion that some people think that they're more they have more worth than others mm -hmm. and that's why they're entitled to take stuff away from others or uh, to say that I, I don't know that they um you know that some people have to suffer from environmental disasters or whatever you know mm -hmm. because there is this not this violence thing behind it and then also of course I think we should live love your neighbor as yourself and love God which is like the summary yeah. of all the commandments it's very easy to do as well no it's not um, yeah but this could be something that you can talk uh, for a really really long time for but yeah, yeah. number 36 is lying but if lying is wrong are white lies okay white lies yeah that's what that's it's racist <laughs> that's racist uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> white lies are okay black lies no way what the? <laughs> i've never heard the term we, white we, lies yeah, we, we never we don't say that in germany it's, we say it's those no emergency lies yeah oh that's okay. what we would say They're called white lies mm -hmm. that's just strange I'm sorry, dear native uh, English speakers, um, you are missing a word here. We clearly are superior in that regard in our German language. It's called an emergency lie, which means, which belittles the lie itself. And I say it's still not correct. I'd say it's okay. Definitely it's okay. Yeah? Yeah, because they, they, they used, again, killing examples. Like somebody wants to kill your friend. Mm -hmm. And you want to protect him, so you don't say so, that he's in your house. Well, you can just not say it. And then the predator is going to go away. Oh, if he doesn't say anything, yeah, I'm going to leave so, him alone. Okay, where would you draw the line between what is a, a white lie that is okay and a white lie that is not okay? If because, a lie yeah. helps, it is doing more good yeah. than damage the lie itself how would damage. you know 
this killing example is pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, but 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 let's say um, not to anger someone. You lie to him. No. Because no. angering someone is a bad thing, you know. That's why all of the TV series we're watching have that at its core, you know. This, yeah, yeah, but that's I, not I what I'm talking about. It's, you know, some two, three episodes later, it's gonna blow up in the face. And yeah, I didn't want to tell you, I didn't want to hurt you, la 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 la, and all that. And it's, it's, it's gonna be a real big issue. So. Yeah, that's not the cases that I'm talking no. about. So hurting someone is better than to lie to someone. No. No. I said the, the opposite. Okay, so you want to no, avoid... Lying, lying to someone in yeah. order to do better, like to help someone. Yeah, but, but who is, you know, where's the line? This is, again, a case-to-case -case thing. You can't say there is a line for every single case. That's exactly where it is. Because I'm very, very sure there is so many indiv individual cases that differ from each other where you really have to say, in this case, a lie is okay, and in that case, it's not. Yeah, but if you go down that road, I mean, who, who wants to decide that? It's basically, yeah, some lies are okay, some aren't, and uh, here you are, feel free. No. 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 The, that's why these kinds of questions they require some brain. Yeah, but, but it has to be you know the, the the brain has to work like your brain so you know that. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I wouldn't yes. have um, <laughs> lied in that situation, but I know my wife would have, so I know it's okay because she would put the line there. Okay, you tell me an example where you're really. Thinking, oh, might this be okay or might this be okay? I'm pretty sure most of the time it's pretty obvious. No, whenever you want to spare someone hurt. Okay, let's say somebody is uh, in the hospital and the doctor said something that he's gonna die. Yeah. Do you think in every single case it's the best thing to tell him, yes, you're gonna die? At times it is, because it drives a point. At other times it's not, because, um, well... Maybe some people need some hope. And yeah, not, because it's just and the so doctors many times doctors said, have yeah, yeah and doctors are lying so many times, but if you know that somebody would be really devastated by the doctor having said that, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I do you really know. think that's always... You always have no, to tell it's, them? No, it's a case-to-case -case basis. But if you if you say, well, lying itself is bad, okay, then um, I guess you have to find other workarounds. Actually, I have to say that I'm pretty proud of our kids, that they immediately thought of a case where they're protecting someone. Yeah? You know? That's what they said. Yeah. Hmm? So... I'd still say we agree on case by case. Yeah. Yeah, we do. case by case. <laughs> Number 37. Is trust more important than love? <sighs> And this is a question that I couldn't answer. Is I, I thought those two go hand in hand. Yes. So there is trust but no love. Can you say that you love someone but you don't trust him? But then you don't really love him. 
guess in some this is again I don't know, sexual desire cases edge cases where you confuse love with lust maybe yeah, yeah maybe which we don't of course yeah I, I um, think love is so uh, so many times I think the word love yeah. should be um, prohibited because most people they have a weird definition in their heads yeah that might be the case but who defines what's weird and what's not but it's definitely a very confusing like what is love by the way you're you gonna know? have to look up the, the definition of love yeah. oh, and yeah, because um, wikipedia knows no, no, the yeah, truth but, but it, it said uh, i don't know where did i read that and then it said something about this is something that people are still talking about they can't really define it yeah it is a difficult thing to define yeah because it encompasses so much it does and then to take trust out of it and it's kind of it, what put it in a yeah put it next to it like compare it um i can't really do it. did the kids you know they were like what what <laughs> <laughs> yeah they pretty much were what i don't think even that the word trust has a lot of meaning to them to be honest well, they actually, know love you know i love you and, mm -hmm. and you're loved and everything but trust thing I don't know. It's more like an innate thing that they already have, but as an abstract thing, yeah. I don't think they can get behind it yet. They wouldn't dissect it yet. No, no I don't think so either. Um, number 38. This was an interesting one. Is it easier to love or to be loved? To be loved would be my, my answer to that. Not very surprising. Not at at all I guess yeah both of our boys said it's easier to love mm. why I don't know <laughs> I don't know ask? no I, I okay. actually I didn't ask because <laughs> I was like wow this sounds well, maybe they don't, great I don't know but they, they don't get it maybe um it can be understood differently I think is it to love someone or Uh, getting someone to love you you know being loved yeah. can it also be understood as you're gonna have to make someone love you that's so but then easy you, you know no it's not is it <laughs> don't you have to love first maybe always felt kind of easy to me yeah because you were this poster guy yeah everyone was like oh you so, look so cute mm -hmm. I love him. Like likable, honey. Like yeah. <laughs> but might be the reason. But but I've never really thought about it, to be honest. So I would still say it's way easier coming as a, a laid back person to be loved than to love. Yeah. Because it involves effort on my part. Then again, if you if you want to talk about you know it's effort to be loved. Because you have to you know, do certain things, then yeah, I can get behind that as well. And I think in a way it is, you, you can't really separate it. Or I don't know. Not really, no. I mean, yeah, a little yes, bit. You can love I mean, I mean that there are people who fall in love with you that you don't love back, you know. Yeah. It happens as well. But again, this is more... If you go to a teenage or if you never stop being a teenager there's still this you know oh i want her to like me i want him to like me or whatever um 
then I guess it's 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 harder to to make others love you. Yeah. Because you you desperately want to that and I guess it's it's again confusing love with other things as well. Yeah, and then also is it easier if you are being loved by someone that you find really horribly or unattractive or whatever, you know, repulsive? Yeah. yeah. Um to be loved by that person is probably not as easy what you as would, wanting yeah. to love someone that you really, really like. So these questions, they have so much where you have to ask more questions about them in order to understand them. And the next one is going to be more precise. Okay. Is it better to love and lose or never to love? Oh, I love and lose. Definitely. That's easy. Both of the boys said that too. Yeah. And I myself would say that as yeah. well. Been there, done that. And yes, it's definitely better. Even if it hurts like hell, but still. Yeah. <laughs> It'll <Okay>. get better. <laughs> Next question. Do aliens exist? I think so. Because I'm a sci-fi guy. And I think, why not? Why stop it making humans? Why not? Um, our first son, he said no. What? Our second son said, mm, might be possible, but if they are, they look totally different than what we imagine them to be. Hmm. Yeah, very possible. And I love his answer. <laughs> I really do. This, uh, yeah. yeah. I think it's cool. And um, myself? Mm. You're not sure? Not sure. I mean, we cannot know for sure, but I think it's, it's you know, the universe is pretty big. Yeah. So and then you can call angels being aliens as well. Yeah, yeah, you can do that, but that's kind of a cheap no, shot. That's a cheap, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that would be interesting to find out. Definitely. Yeah. If they go, you know, live long and prosper and have like Spock ears, that would be fun. I don't think that we'll ever see that, but if we do and this podcast still lives on. <laughs> would be funny yes okay the structure of dna appears to be intelligently designed what are the implications well folks let it be known that there is a god and we believe it yes we do and uh, that's the answer to that so we there believe in creation i mean it's, it's pretty easy okay but now imagine you wouldn't believe in god yeah. What kind of answer are you going to come up with? Well, there must be a God. <laughs> there must be something. That yeah, well, then they, they, they wouldn't, like, they would definitely not call it God, but then. Uh, the uh, almighty power Superior or being or something. Yeah. Superior being. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we're just marbles in the universe, uh, as the man in black knew. But, um, I mean. God makes sense to me and if it's something else then okay it's something else but there's definitely something that made us I don't believe that we are um, a product of, of fortune or well maybe misfortune in some cases but um, uh, just pure luck and coincidence and I don't think that mutation works as the motor of evolution I don't believe evolution one bit well, I, I believe in adaptation processes. Yeah, adaptation is something, but, but not the you know mutation thing. It's just, no, math is against it. A lot of other stuff is against it. And um, all the theory, theories about that, I, yeah, I just don't believe in them. But um, I 
don't condemn people who say, well, I believe that because in the end it's belief. It's not science, it's not proven, it's theories and it's belief in theories and alas, people, scientists, or it's um, belief in a higher power. Yeah, but then again, I also think it's very, um, it's a good approach to be open to scientific methods to, um, you know, things that scientists find out and not to discard them as, you know, they don't fit the Bible and that's why we have to put them aside. Yeah, there's some, of course, there's some scientific, scientific things that um, definitely needs, uh, you need to check out or look at. But um, if, you, if you trust them or if you look at the history of science long enough, you'll find so many things that they corrected and did again and changed. And, uh, and then again, we are very much the um, benefactors of a lot of uh, scientific progress. So I wouldn't, you know, want to put that down too. Yeah. And then also, <clears throat> how do we interpret the Bible? I mean, so many times people have thought that the earth has to be flat and yeah, the sun and the moon are rotating around the earth. Yeah. And as long as they believe that the, <laughs> the calculations were really complicated to you yeah. know, find the, the position yeah. of them. Thank you, Kepler. Right. Yeah. And then you but actually, if you read the whole Bible, you also find some verses that actually support the theory of the sun being in the center and the earth going around it yeah there was some verse which i don't remember exactly but yeah science yay <laughs> N next one this is uh, the matrix one is life all a dream well now the romantic answer would be honey being with you it feels like a dream <laughs> so yes <laughs> And I hope I'll never I'm so wake glad to up. Hear that. <laughs> but since romance is lost on you, um, no, it's not. It's not a dream. It's not a dream. No, it's not. No. Uh, our boys, they also said something. No, wait, wait a second. Our oldest said maybe. You know? Is this real life? <laughs> and our second son, he clapped his cheek and he was. <laughs> no. No. It's, it's real. not a dream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was an interesting answer. Um, yeah, I also don't think that it's a dream. Nope. That's, I don't know. It's, I mean, the idea of, you know, the whole matrix thing with mm -hmm. having the impulses in your brain and so on was, was really interesting. But then I also think they are discarding a lot of information that we also know that you also are um, storing memories in other parts of your body. It's not just only the brain and how the body and and our environment has different um consequences to our experience mm -hmm. i don't know there is i think there is some factors missing in there True. as to think it's just you have some made-up world in your head I, that's just too far-fetched to me even though the idea is really good yeah the idea is fun but again we'll never know until we die i guess Last question. Mm. What are numbers? That's a book in the Bible, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Numeri. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, I guess, not the answer you wanted, right? No. no. What are numbers? Yeah. Wow. 
Wow. Isn't that a great question? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's. Um, I mean, they don't really exist. You can't say numbers exist. No. They, they don't, don't exist in a sense. You cannot. Unless they're written down or, you know, but then those are the images of the number itself. They're not the number itself. They're the representation. It's the same as letters then, I guess. Yeah. What are yeah. But now we're talking about numbers. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Because it's a completely so, different it, topic. But if, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you write down apple, yeah. then th the written thing is not an apple. Yeah, exactly. It, they're just Yeah, and if you write down the symbols. number one, it's not the number one, but just a symbol for the number one, which makes it still a symbol for what? Yeah, that's why numbers are even more complicated than letters, because if you put the letters together that they make a word, that yeah. they make up a word, mm -hmm. then you can actually visualize something. You can like, visualize stuff with numbers too. Yeah, but it can be anything. Like it can be one elephant or one earth or one moon or one alien or whatever, you know? That's just one. Yeah, one. And I remember our numbers presentation though. Yeah. Yeah. We put up great. random numbers and told people what the numbers meant. Do you want to know the answers of our sons? Yeah, first? please, please do. I like me. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm guessing our second son was numbers. I hate them with a passion. I don't understand them. They're too complicated and uh, I don't get them. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> no? It okay. would fit, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, they said something. No, uh, our second one says they come out of um, pencils mm -hmm. or printers. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm. 21st century digital boy. And our first son said something, yeah, you have to know them, but he cannot explain what they are. They're, they're a concept of uh, menge, what is that? A, an amount? Amount, or, exactly. Yeah. Concepts, or concept of amounts, of things. Yeah, but it can be even be negative amounts, you know? Yeah, it's Minus, still an amount, right? Yeah, it's a, yeah. Just the opposite side, but yeah. I think it's an interesting question. It is, but it's nothing but that the, you can... But the fun thing about them is yeah. that they are, you know, they're not something that you can really discuss in a sense that, uh, you know, you can have different opinions about the number itself. I mean, numbers are numbers. I mean, it's... You think? Yeah, well... It depends <clears throat> on what they represent. No, Okay. Give me an awkward situation where you cannot really discuss about them. Like right. uh, where you can discuss and have different opinions about what put a up, number two it, means. Yeah, if you, if you put up a one, for example. Yeah, um, and you say one euro or whatever. Yeah, but, but for some people, you know what could mean one euro could mean for others. Well, that's not much. That's a lot. Mm, yeah, okay, but it still would be the same amount. Yeah, it would, but it means different things to different yeah, people. Yeah, you are attaching a different meaning to it. Yeah. Yeah. So out of context, numbers don't really mean anything, I guess. But yeah, then they are theoretical. Into, yeah, but if put into context, then you get the meaning. But that always applies that you need to put attach a word to it. So numbers in itself in the practical are kind world, of useless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a sense, yeah. they are. I mean, well, we solved it, right? Numbers are useless. 
if you take one thing away this night, this is gonna be it. <laughs> that must be it. I think. And, and I guess every math teacher here or math professors are gonna hate on me now, but okay, I can deal with it. I don't know. Man. <laughs> Who cares about that? But then again, if you do high higher math um, numbers, they don't you know stand by itself. But you always have those kind of different things that mean something. You know. You're still calculating something. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and it has a meaning. It's not just the numbers then, it's some kind of functions and formulas and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. And I could continue talking about math and the different no, numbers, how they are changing. No, because I like have no clue about The big D and so on, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, then I think this is enough philosophy from us. Okay. Even though we don't really know what the philosophy word philosophy means. means. Yeah, we back in school when I studied philosophy for four years, you know, I was not. You I didn't. did that. <laughs> Okay, uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. And next time you're gonna you're gonna have to be really excited about next time's topic. Okay, listen well, Aaron, because this is for you. <laughs> yeah. Next year's top uh, next year's next um, topic is. It's about different types of parents. Oh yeah. And that works maybe for me. Aaron mm -hmm. might be a parent without knowing it. I don't know. No, he's not. So no, he's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Nada.